Hey everyone and welcome to solo rip number nine here on the weekends as you guys know where we have a little bit of extra time where we get away from our crazy lives and crazy world which we'll get into in a little bit here and we get to focus more on these topics and we get to talk about them so that you guys can leave this conversation here this podcast and be able to go and have something to talk about with your friends uh be able to have some orange pill ammunition whatever it is you want to call it that's the point of these solo rips and it's also an opportunity for me to be able to just kind of brain dump and just be able to just give all this information out that I've been thinking about. Sometimes I think about it when I'm laying in bed. My wife hates me for it. Sometimes I'm in the middle of my workday. Sometimes I'm doing very random things, but you guys get the gist. So welcome back to Solo Rep number nine. Uh, today I want to talk about Bitcoin Beach greater than Bretton Woods. I think so. Uh, Fountain app. Uh, this isn't an ad for Fountain app, but I really just want to give a kudos to Fountain app for everything that they got going on. Uh, is going to sound like an ad, but it's not. It's just more information for you guys to f use uh, really cool Bitcoin apps and be able to get, you know, accustomed to being able to use Lightning and Sats and do these things. So shout out to to Fountain App. We're going to talk about that value for value system. 5% off everything. So that's something that, you know, I've incorporated. It is a little bit of KYC involved, but I'm going to talk a little bit about how I, you know, basically don't make any purchases unless they're 5% off. And with all the, uh, and I mean 5% sats back, by the way, not just any random 5%. Like we don't want no cut bucks 5% back. We don't want any of that. Uh, we don't want no flyer miles, whatever the hell that is. But we're going to get into that. Um, another NFL player, which are the athletes, you know, a lot of athletes get it, but the NFL players understand the value of Bitcoin. So Alex Barrett from the 49ers did something big today. We're going to talk about that. And then my favorite topic, the fiat spigot and how it destroys everything. Uh, we're going to talk about how Bitcoiners can see full circle while people that are attached to the spigot can only see certain pieces of it and certain aspects of it. So I'm going to cue up the intro music now as you guys are accustomed to on these solo rips. I want to remind you that our main chain is active and popping up to episode 65 we just had Keon on um but like i said cueing the music up and i'll see you guys on the other end of the intro talk soon i also made the case for winning bitcoin the quintessence of scarcity premium scarcity premium it's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design the total quantity of bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented if you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. All right, all right. And we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Solo rip number nine. Super excited about this. As the world burns, we continue to chug along. These episodes continue to get mine, block for block. Here in the Talking in Bits protocol, that's all we know how to do is while the world is falling apart around us, we seem to stay focused. We seem to give y'all two episodes a week, and uh, we love the feedback that we're getting. We love our loyal listeners, and uh, there's plenty of ways for you to be able to support if you love us back. But either way, we love to do this, so continue to get this content week in and week out. So I want to lead off with Bitcoin Beach being greater than Bre uh, Bretton Woods. I actually didn't know... Um, this, you know, these numbers match up this way, but Stephen Cole, um, Twitter handle STSDNC, either way, Stephen Cole, I'll leave the links in the show notes. Stephen Cole basically brought up this really cool point in 1944, which we all know what Bretton Woods is. 
Um, if you don't, go check it out on Wikipedia. There's way more than an episode's worth of information and, and what I call cuckery going on during that uh, sit down. But in 1944, 44 countries met and agreed to a new monetary system with the US dollar as the global reserve currency. That's what I mean by a lot of cuckery going on. And then tomorrow, which by the time I'm recording this was actually yesterday, um, 44 countries, which is kind of funny how that matches there, are meeting in El Salvador to discuss Bitcoin. So it's 32 central banks and 12 financial authorities, deaf to the central bank. But I still think that is something that important that needs to happen. It's information that needs to go back to these countries. Most of these countries are, are, are areas of the world that actually need the power of Bitcoin. Uh, I still have a little bit of a, of a worry that, you know, central banking is so used to cuckery that they're going to try to inflict cuckery. And that's probably the favorite word here, the episode so far, um, into their citizens using Bitcoin as like a Trojan horse to try to, you know, win political elections and try to claim freedom and try to claim everything that Bitcoin provides, this monetary asset, but then in turn, basically use it to screw the people and, and rug pull them. So I'm a tad, a tad worried about that. But overall, I think it's still great that Bukele is doing this. And I still think that, you know, we talked about this in earlier episodes when the whole El Salvador thing got announced. I think it's still really great that El Salvador gets to be the guinea pig here, gets to, you know, actually try this Bitcoin standard. We talked last week about the Bitcoin city, uh, the model of that city being rolled out. And then I think it's really cool to now, you know, El Salvador being able to be that concept, right? And, and Bukele, as, as a leader of El Salvador, being able to, like, explain, you know, what year one, I think it's about a year, has been like for El Salvador and what it has done for the people and what it has done for the economy and, and what it has done for for innovation, right? For innovators being able to come to El Salvador and learn and, and, and you know, uh, things like uh, um, Max and Stacy and what Jimmy Song doing over there with teaching developers and uh, Bitcoin Beach which has been doing this even before El Salvador announced uh, what all these uh, all these things have done for El Salvador and what it could potentially do for these other countries. Um, yeah, you know, it's not a good thing that it's central bankers going there, but at least, you know, the signal is being spread. At least the orange pulling is starting to happen. Um, and I do wonder if the number 44 is pure coincidence, like these are the people that actually just signed up, or 44 is actually... Uh, uh, warning shots, right? Like a message to to to, to the U.S. dollar and, and to everything that comes with it. That you know we got a brand new Bretton Woods, and this one it's about to be the Bitcoin standard. It's not about to be the U.S. dollar as a global reserve currency. So super interested to follow this. Super interested to see what you know what comes of it. And I don't know what comes of it. I think we should always be very careful um, when governments are involved with this type of thing. But, you know, I would be a party pooper to say that I'm not excited to see orange pulling happen at a massive scale. Orange, orange pulling happen to uh, countries instead of just individuals. Uh, and then hopefully that comes here. And the states, which we are starting to see, um, start to be orange pilled, uh, forcing the government's hand and being able to, you know, basically open up the government to either fold or take on a fight that they're going to lose because of this uncensorable money and because... The free market always wins and the free market always decides. And one of Bitcoin's greatest tools and greatest pieces and greatest uh, of functions is that freedom, that weapon that it provides to be able to own the, our, our, our property, own our wealth, as opposed to lean on these countries in order to protect it or, you know, take it away from us, which is what they do through taxation and all that stuff. So super excited here. Um, 
you know, as this starts to unfold, if we see anything from it, I'll try to report it here. That's something that I want to definitely focus on is being able to not only focus on the things that I like about Bitcoin, which usually seems to be towards the technical, but also try to cover the global aspect of Bitcoin and the city to city aspect of Bitcoin. Uh, and, and I think that's uh, super important. So um, we're going to transition over to a topic that has been I'm going to say hot lately. Um, you know, I've, we've been using lightning and we understand lightning, but I think as of lately, a lot of the doubters are starting to come out, right? Like a lot of the naysayers. Um, I was, I'm one in the last episode that actually questioned the, the functionality of being sovereign with lightning and how difficult um, it still tends to be to be able to manage, you know, the channels and be able to get a successful transaction every single time. So I'm not by any stretch walking that back and saying that, you know, Oh, it's no, it's fantastic. It definitely has its failure points. I definitely think that custodial lightning is still much easier to use than non-custodial lightning. But I'm not going to go on a limb and do what some of these, you know, futters or whatever you want to call them um, are, are basically doing. And they're basically just like shooting lightning down for the count. Basically saying that it's not worth it. It's not scalable. There's not much people could do. That's a bunch of fucking baloney. Um, you, Lightning, I use Lightning pretty much damn near every single day. And so does, you know, most of Bitcoin Twitter. And so does, you know, El Salvador and a lot of different countries. Um, I think just like every other protocol and everything else that takes time um, as these developers come on, and this is why we're big on open sats here and why we're big on contributing, I think it just becomes much, much more easier. Um, an example of custodial being easier, I now starting to see this lightning uh, like NFC card. I forgot what it's called go around, but it's KYC. It's KYC'd out. Um, you know, we have to pay attention to KYC because once the regulation starts dropping in, the next thing is, is they're going to start separating it into a white market or a black market. White market being custodial, KYC, you're okay to use lightning. And then there's the black market, which is going to be us, which is, you know, they're going to basically try weird ways like that. Once they pass the regulation phase to try to basically make us um, KYC everything so that they can keep an eye on it. And that's why I'm not promoting this new card. Um, and that's why I think we need to support the devs so that we can make non-custodial lightning a little bit better. But for you guys uh, talking all this nonsense about lightning being dead and lightning not being scalable, go fuck yourself. I mean, just go do more homework. Go use it. Go try it and, and, and understand longevity. Understand that this can only get better as you know more contributions start happening, as more people start coming on as programmers and working with it. I had Keon on in the last episode and he you know said it's he's perfectly fine with using it the way he, he uses it on Stacker News. Um, and you know it, it's it's one of those things that work needs to happen, but work is already happening and, and we're already seeing it on full scale. We already see it. Like I said, I use it day in and day out most of the time for, for normal stuff. I actually find it more convenient to use Lightning even to, you know, to do on-chain stuff, which we'll talk about that 5% back all the time here. So with that being said, another really good use case example, and I do know that it's not it's a custodial wallet technically, but it's not because it goes directly to my node. So I wanna talk to you guys a little bit about Fountain App. Now, the reason this isn't an ad is because, um, well, first of all, they didn't pay for the ad. So that's, that's you know, in a sense what an ad is. So Fountain is not paying for this whatsoever, even though, you know, um, if you guys use Fountain and you boost the episode, the next four episodes, I'm gonna pick the best boost and I'm gonna give away 50,000 sets, right? So. That's just a little bit incentive there. But you can do this with Breeze. 
right? Breeze Wallet, which I actually had a, a fellow pleb of mine, a really good friend of mine, reach out to me and express that he just, you know, got onboarded onto Breeze after a long time and how he's loving it. He actually sent me some sets and boosted me some sets from Breeze. Uh, um, so I appreciate him for that one. Um, so th this is why it's not an ad, but this is just to go back to that lightning conversation where it's basically like this stuff is working now. My friend on a different wallet that's not Fountain, that's Breeze. Uh, and there is other podcasting apps. Actually, if you go to Podcast Index, um, I think there's a list of supported apps there. If I can find the URL and I remember, I'll drop it in the show notes. But there is more than just these two. I'm just a mobile podcast listener, meaning I don't have it on my desktop and stuff. And some of these other um, you know, Podcast 2.0 supported apps are on the browser. So I use Fountain specifically and I use... Um, uh, uh, Breeze specifically, but you know, being able to stream sets to your favorite creator, we talk a lot, a lot about it on the show, but Lightning opens that up. And for these flutters to basically say that Lightning is not working when my listeners and y'all out there that support the show are streaming me, me sets often and giving me boost and, and, and supporting the show, you know, that's literally like, what's a hundred sets now? Like 30 cents? Four, no, I think a hundred sets is only like four cents. You know, a, a hundred, a, a four cent boost is coming through the door anonymously, non-KYC support. Lightning is working, y'all. Lightning is working very well. So back to Fountain App. So if you haven't tried Fountain App, it's, it's, it's extremely easy. If you listen to podcasts, I'm going to give you a little bit of my rundown just so you don't think that I'm saying or anybody's saying that you should abandon your favorite podcasting app that you're tied to. Most people are Spotify. Um, I actually been using Pocket Cast since 2017. It's my favorite podcasting app. I, I'm grandfathered into their like uh, our premium model, or whatever. That's where I consume the majority of my podcast. But I like to support my favorite Bitcoin lightning powered podcast. And, and that's, you know, John Vallis's show, Stephen Levera's show, uh, Marty's show, TFTC, Citadel Dispatch, all y'all favorites, I'm, I'm assuming. I like to support those shows, right? And I can listen to them for free on my Pocket Cast app. And, 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 and that's an option. But I want these programs to get better. I want these podcasts to strive and succeed. And although maybe the sets that I'm streaming them is not the make or break for them, it's at least a feedback mechanism to let them know that I'm fucking with them, that I, that I love their content and I want to give something back. So if you haven't, you know, if you haven't jumped onto a lightning app because you're so torn between having two different podcasting apps, you can still have a universe where these exist. So I listen to a lot of podcasts um, that are not Lightning 2.0 powered. And there, I use Pocket Cast. I use my favorite podcasting app to you be listening to those apps. Why wouldn't I? I love podcasts, period, not just Bitcoin space. And Pocket Cast is my favorite app, so I can still do that. But in this world with multiple avenues, whenever I want to listen to Marty or whenever I want to listen to Stefan or anything like that, uh, basically, yeah, Stefan's episode with Gigi. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> uh, John Vallis' episode with Gigi. Hey, listen, anytime you hear Gigi on the podcast, tune in. Anytime you hear Gigi speak up. But anyways, there is a universe where you can actually go over there and, and, and go back to Fountain and be able to stream some stats in real time. Or, uh, this has happened before, I listen to them on my favorite podcasting app and then I jump over to Fountain or Breeze and I boost them at the end of the episode. I send them sats because you're able to do it through that app. And I have a small wallet, a small amount of funds dedicated to podcasts in that app. And then I'm able to still listen to them on my favorite app, but still 
support the show and send some sats over their way. So if you haven't onboarded to Breeze or you haven't onboarded to Fountain, it's really simple. You download either one of them, right? You can get some, you know, a dollar or two or five bucks from, let's just say, Cash App or from where anywhere else. If you have Moon Wallet Strike, anything that pays, right? And then you load your Fountain app. It's extremely easy. As soon as you, I'm speaking specifically with Fountain because I use Fountain more than I use Breeze. But you specifically have a wallet as soon as you set up your Fountain app. And once you set up your Fountain app, you'll have a receive address where you can load your wallet. They even have like preset you know, 1,000 sats, 2,000 sats, little buttons that you can hit that generate a QR code. You scan it with Strike. You scan it with Cash App. I know custodial, but it works. And it's easy to have fiat dollars go through those railways, right? And then you have, you know, however many amount of sats sitting on that wallet at your disposal that you don't have to give up right away. Now, from there, you can go to, you know, search for your favorite podcast on Fountain or on Breeze, and you could basically boost, which is like a one-time payment. It could be a comment. It could be anonymous. Um, or you can set like this, like five sats per, per minute thing, right? So it starts to like batch up and then it starts to like, as you're listening to it, it starts to support the show. I highly encourage you if you, if you want a taste of lightning and you haven't done so already and you're curious as to how you would use lightning because you don't want to, you know, buy a, a t-shirt that's $50 worth of lightning sats and you want to dabble in it a little bit. I highly suggest supporting shows that you love to listen to as the best avenue to learn lightning, to get used to lightning, to feel the power of lightning. And Fountain is the reason I want to focus on because I told Oscar this when he was on the, uh, and Oscar is the founder of Fountain uh, when he was on the podcast. They made the on-ramping and the support easy, right? And then they work with podcasters to basically be able to incentivize their listeners with no advertisement deals in place. They just do this because they enjoy, they love, they know the power of podcasts and they know the power of lightning and they want users to get sats back to be able to then, you know, make, build this little economy, right? And Fountain gets the shout out for that because I haven't seen Breeze do that. Uh, you know, I know you can do that with Breeze and you can do point of sale and you could do podcasting. But Fountain has this little special special arena where they want to build an economy where they want to reward listeners of podcasts. Once again, if you boost this show, you can win 50,000 sets to then you be able to have 50,000 sets to either pocket or be able to continue to contribute to that system. And the ultimate win there is, is that when you're contributing, your favorite show continues to get better, right? Like this is a no brainer, people. You want the content, you want, you know, to, to see that over and over again, then you should support them. And you don't need to give five bucks a fiat so you can lose 250 of it. You could just give 50 cents, a dollar worth of sets and be able to contribute to the cause. So, you know, if, if I ever give any action items, absolutely be able to go and download Fountain, uh, boost talking in bits, win yourself some sets, but just get a little bit of taste of what lightning is because I'm telling you, once those sets go through, you know, humans love to be philanthropists. Humans love to contribute and, and, and give to good causes, good content. You're going to feel amazing in two ways. You're going to feel the power of lightning and how smoothless it is, but you're also going to feel good because you're contributing to creators that work really hard and give you their heart and give you their time, such as I do here, to be able to provide you with the content that you love to listen to on these weekends. So enough about that, but definitely go check it out. Just to continue on the lightning uh, uh, standpoint here, 5% back on everything. Hey, listen, inflation is running amok. 
Um, 5% back, any percent back is really important. These credit card companies are bullshitting you by trying to give you 1% back or, or these airline companies giving you flyer miles that you're never going to be able to redeem or be able to use. Fuck that. With the power of lightning, you're able to get 5% back on anything. So I do this in two different ways. If I'm buying Amazon gift cards, um, I use Fold. So I have a Fold. That's the, that's KYC. Most of these methods are KYC, but you know it, it's one of those things that we're getting there. So um, actually, the Bitcoin company, it, it, I haven't really used them much, but shout out to them. They're actually doing a non-KYC way of doing these similar things, uh, but I can only speak on what I know. Um, but you, know, you get your Fold app. If you're using it for Amazon, 5% right off the rip. All you got to do is just buy those Amazon gift cards with your fold card balance. You're going to get 5% back in sats, by the way. Everything that I say here, 5% back, doesn't mean in cuck bucks. It literally means in, in Bitcoin. So this is a cheat code to Canada dollar cost averages when you're buying stuff anyways. Fold that. Um, you can spend and get more than 5%. I've gotten situations where I get 8% sometimes because I get the 5% guaranteed and then I get a 3% back. Oh, what a beautiful world. Right, so that's a that's an arena for you to do. But my real favorite way to do it is pay with Moon, which is a browser extension that allows you to create Visa cards, and then with your Strike account, right, which we most of us have a Strike account, you're able to get dollars on that Strike account, scan the code, and get five percent back off of any gift card you make. And once again, I know there's others. Uh, the Bitcoin company is doing this now. So I know there's a few others that do this. Bit, bit Refro sometimes does this. But this is why I love Pay With Moon. Not only is it seamless and is integrated to your browser, most of us are buying stuff in our browser anyways, but now you can actually, with their latest update, uh, add that card to your um, Apple Pay or your Google Pay, right? So is, is it loaded up as one of your cards? And you can walk up to any terminal. I've used it to pay gas. I've used it to do groceries. I've used it to do pretty much anything that has a terminal to tap um, to basically make these cards that are 5% off. So if you want to talk about a 5% way to live off, well, when you get your paycheck, why don't you just make a $100, $200 card that you're going to get 5% back off from Strike immediately and then walk around and tap this to basically know that that $200 that you just spent was 5% off of that $200. Now, this is the cool part about where Lightning continues to kick ass. When you get that 5% back on strike, you get it back as fiat dollars. It actually lets you know in like a little green context there that you got X amount of dollars back or whatever. So you can do as you wish with that. You can send it on chain. But if you remember last week, 150 something odd blocks were sitting there so sending it on chain is probably counterproductive but what I've been loving to do is is I get that cash back and I immediately shoot it off into a lightning wallet whether it's moon whether it's you know anywhere I want to use it whether it's to load up my fountain app whether it's to load up whatever so as you can see you can live 5% back and then immediately you can send that anywhere with lightning for very minimal fees if not if any to a lightning wallet to stack it Right to build to your your cold storage, or to be able to um, spend somewhere else in any way, shape, or form, roll it into a different type of payments. That's super cool, and that's basically how I've been able to live five percent off for a very long time. Actually, like I know these methods I'm saying now are starting to really roll out to the masses, but I've been getting five percent back with Pay with Moon since last year. You can listen to like earlier podcasts. Uh, it was almost a year ago to be able to do this. But now it becomes more and more easier. Now it becomes more uh, smarter in order for you to do that because once again, you can now walk around with a loaded non-KYC card. I mean, you're KYC through Strike, but you're not KYC'd on Pay With Moon or very minimal. 
uh, like it's just an email address, and you can walk around with this payment method that you can tap that's 5% off and that the bank can't sell your information for, your purchasing, your spending history and stuff that. So I highly recommend you guys check this stuff out. Um, reach out to me, Deathbed on Twitter, Talking in Bits on Twitter. Reach out to me on every arena if you want more information on this uh, and how I do it and how I structure it. There is a little KYC involved, but we'll get there, y'all. We'll definitely get there. Matter of fact, you can remove Strike from the equation, right? And if you paid from your own node to get that pay with Moon, so like a Zeus wallet, and you're connected to your node, and you basically get your, you know, uh, you scan that code, and you get the 5% off um Actually, baloney. I take that one back because I believe the 5% incentive is through Strike for using Strike. So, but you can still be non KYC on your purchasing uh, um, uh, history and have banks not sell it by basically doing that, going from your node to a, a, a gift card or, or a Visa card, I should say, um, through Moon that you're just tapping anywhere. And then you won't get these weird ads that show up because the bank won't be able to see what you're spending your money on, et cetera, et cetera. Really cool stuff. If I haven't laid out the case for Lightning there, um, I know last week I gave my gripes about it, but I gave you know a, a bunch of examples here on how Lightning is here and how it could defud all that baloney that you know these individuals are talking about that are saying that Lightning is dead or Lightning is not scalable. Uh, scalable. And just to add there, uh, Jack Dorsey said that they're working on ways to scale Lightning. Now I don't know if that's custodial. I know there's also um, LSPs. Uh, uh, which are, you know, liquid providers that are going to help with this balance and stuff. I'm still very early in my knowledge there. But basically, Lightning is not going away, and Lightning works. Lightning works incredibly well, and it's uh, impressive every time I get to use it, whether streaming to one of my favorite podcasters or whether it's actually purchasing something um, with Pay With Moon or sending to cold storage. It's really, really powerful stuff. So check all that stuff out, guys. I'm going to run through these uh, next two parts here because remember, I want these episodes to be concise for y'all. Um, Alex Barrett, I don't know who the hell Alex Barrett is, but uh, from the 49ers, seems to be a linebacker, left end, I believe. Um, he signed on to basically get his whole salary, which, you know, an NFL salary should be a pretty good one. His whole salary basically paid out in Bitcoin. Every time I hear that, I think it's really impressive because you hear people saying that you can't live on a Bitcoin standard. Um, you know, it's still early, blah, blah. Well, what happens when you're getting your whole paycheck paid in Bitcoin? You may be converting into fiat a lot, but using a lot of these services that I just talked about, you may not have to. And then you could pocket the rest for legacy, you know, legacy wealth to, for, for a long-term savings plan, especially for these athletes that are getting train wrecked and, and getting their head smashed in left and right. So shout out to Alex Barrett. Don't know who you are, good sir. But from what I hear, you, heard you were already bullish on Bitcoin. Um, you got brought out to the Miami conference. You got even more bullish. And then you just YOLO'd into 100% of your salary. Shout out to you, good sir. I hope that goes well for you. I know from a wealth perspective, it's going to go well for you. But, you know, I hope you continue with that trend and orange pill your fellow locker room uh, mates and other players to do similar or do the same. Last subject I want to touch on here is, you know, I was talking to my wife and Bitcoiners, you know, are a rare breed of human being because they're not just experts in a certain arena. There are, you know, they're, they're full circle in their knowledge, right? So, like, anything that's tied to the fiat, the fiat spigot, right, is basically a tunnel vision, one-angled view of things. So, when you talk about education, well, the closer it is to the fiat spigot, the more tunnel vision that is, and they don't understand uh, money, they don't understand uh, uh, health, they don't understand these things. Conversely, if you go over to health, the closer it is to the fiat spigot, right, 
you get the trend here. The less they know about money, the less they know about education, the less they know about other things. If you go to um, these financial experts, right, the closer they are to the spigot, the less they know about health, the less they know about you know uh, medicine, the less they know about education, et cetera, et cetera. It's like a round table. It's like, it's like anything that's attached to the spigot is basically one big tunnel vision for that thing that they expertise on. And these are the guys that are supposed to be running the world, right? These are the guys that are supposed to, and the girls, let's not be, you know, one-sided here, but these are the people that are supposed to be running the world. And, and, and that's where Bitcoiners are extremely unique. So like talking to other Bitcoiners, meeting other Bitcoiners, everybody has a different expertise, but it's one thing that Bitcoiners all have in common. We seem to be full circle. We seem to, un the more and more we dig, the more education we do, we seem to understand money. We seem to un understand health. Just look at, you know, Texas Slim and everything that they got going on there um, with the, the E-Clean initiative and all, all that good stuff. We seem to understand money. We seem to understand wealth. We seem to understand education, right? We seem to understand all these arenas that people call us psychopaths for, that people call us crazy for, but we're, you know, experts or quasi-experts in all of these arenas because of the power of Bitcoin, because Bitcoin has taught us to be more open-minded, because Bitcoin has made us be the best version of ourselves. And although I don't want to dive deep into all the various reasons why that is, that's something common that I find with every single Bitcoiner that I get the pleasure of interacting with and that I get the pleasure of talking to, right? They're all selfless individuals that understand multiple facets and they all want to be a better version of themselves. Hardworking people that understand that health is important, family is important, wealth is important, education is important, which is what we call the rabbit hole and going deeper and deeper. But also that money is just not inherent in this green certificate that goes around that we call fiat. That money is much broader than that. And that wealth is much broader than that. And a lot of these podcasters and a lot of these conversations that you hear and that you listen to are just extremely magical and they make you better. They make you a better person for yourself and for your family. And that's where I'm going to finish solo rip number nine. Uh, it's a pleasure speaking to y'all. And I aim to be a better person for y'all and a better person for my family. Um, and I'm sure if you're listening and you've gone deep enough into the rabbit hole, you feel the same way for yourself and your circle. So kudos to you that are listening and your journey. And I hope you continue on it. And hopefully we meet in person, all of you that listen in person at one point and you share your experience with me. Um, like I share mine with you every single week here and we get to kick it and have a vibe and, and, and maybe have some drinks or have some steak or have some whatever, uh, and stack some sats all the way to the Citadel. So that wraps up solo rep number nine. Uh, guys, don't forget about mining your block segment. That's a way for us to contribute to open sets. Uh, it's a way for you to come on the show and either plug in a project that you're working on, uh, spitball with me back and forth, ask questions, whatever it is you want to do. 10,000 sets, you, uh, you, uh, 5,000 of that goes to open sets. 5,000 comes to help the show. 10 minutes of the time of this you know, hard earned time from all the stuff that I put together goes to you for whatever Bitcoin thing you want to talk about or plug here. So check out, uh, reach out to me on Talking in Bits for that. Uh, but as I was talking about earlier, whether you have Breeze app, whether you have uh, Fountain app, definitely stream some sets to the show. That's how we're able to keep this thing ad free and be able to be so consistent with it because we can keep the lights on there. Uh, and that's something that I want to be able to do for the long haul, right? I don't want this to be a short term thing. I want it to be a long haul thing. So support us on your favorite, um, you know, podcast 2.0 powered apps, stream us some sets. Uh, also 5% permanently of the sets uh, from the show streamed 
also goes to open sets. And when my guests come on, uh, they get an opportunity to donate 5% to wherever they see fit. And it's been open sets. So we have an ability to help the developers here. And I want that trend to continue. So definitely try out Fountain, try out Breeze, whatever is easier for you to onboard onto and support the devs and support Talking in Bits. Um, as for video, Bitcoin TV is our call to action. That's where we want you guys to go. Um, that's the platform of the future we believe in. And, and that's where all video, uh, uncensored video should end up. So go check us out on there. But as I always like to finish every episode saying, you can definitely check us out on the legacy apps, uh, Spotify's of the world, Pocket Cast, I, I like, uh, Apple Podcast, YouTube for video, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate you. And until next solo rip, check out the main chain on Wednesdays. We have really cool interviews coming up. We have really cool interviews that just passed up. So catch up and uh, we'll see you on next week's solo rip. And we'll see you on this Wednesday's main chain interview. Appreciate y'all as always. Later.